Worldwide Radio. We are Latinx, a space on white radio where we discover the X factor of Latin American music. This is our sixth episode, a colorful, challenging, a super proud episode. As you know, in this program we embrace all preferences and colors, so we thought it might be a good idea to present a very disruptive and unexpected side of the Latinx music, showcasing artists which are part of the LGBTIQ community in Latin America. We are extremely lucky and grateful to have all the way from Mexico City, La Bruja de Texcoco, the Witch of Texcoco, a trans woman musician who is going to tell us about her journey to reconcile with her feminine side throughout her music compositions. But that's not all. We also have an interview with Cynthia Lilin. She's an Argentinian based in London who will tell us her experience as Latinx queer artist and drag king. Yes, drag king. Um, well, this is a very promising episode and you need to stay with us all the way down. I am Eric Elola broadcasting from Germany, Mexico City and London where this program is also produced and recorded for all of you. Follow us with the official hashtag LatinxLDN and give love to our SoundCloud channel where you can also find previous episodes. By the way, the new wave of Latinx music is also amplified thanks to the collaboration in Mexico with Bull Terrier FM and Wild Radio in the United Kingdom, reaching the whole world thanks to the power of the internet and social platforms. Attention please, because this celebration has just started. Our opening act is a Brazilian band, three good-looking guys who created a contagious pop under the musical alias Up and Go. We know they got inspired by massive pop icons like Madonna, Lady Gaga or Taylor Swift, and they have an album called L-O-V-E Love, just like the global message in favor of non-discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity. So let's listen to Set Me Free, and you are listening to Latinx on Wide Radio. Wide Radio. Free, oh, 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 o
From Brazil, we travel to the north of Mexico, birthplace of Carla Reina, better known as Niña Dios in the music industry. She's a hip-hop artist who has hardly worked her way in a male-dominated Mexican music scene. Openly lesbian, we're going to listen to Ultimo Perreo, yep, one last twerk, one of her latest singles, and a song for those who get drunk between naughty and nostalgic thoughts about their exes. Wide Radio. de tanto pensar y las mejillas de tanto llorar sé que todo está hecho no hay marcha atrás pero dime si te puedo tener una vez más una vez más una vez más te prometo solo quiero despedirme y ya una vez más solo amar sin preguntas sin sentido solo te quiero sentir una vez más en mis besos aquí como la primera vez te lleve al éxtasis una vez más una vez más otra noche sin ti Solo quiero despedirme y ya Una vez más, solo amar Sin preguntas, sin sentido, solo te quiero sentir Una vez más, unidosos aquí Como la primera vez, te lleve al éxtasis Una vez más, una vez más Otra noche sin ti, esto no tiene fin La última vez, eh, muy fuerte, abrázame. Eh. Solo quiero decir adiós. Un último perreo y me voy. Solo quedan fotografías. Me quedo sola con mis manías. ¿A quién le doy esta energía? Esta cama está muy vacía. ¿Y te acuerdas cuando eras mía? Éramos dos babies todavía. Solita en cuatro te ponía. Una vez más, una vez más 
más te prometo solo quiero despedirme y ya una vez más solo amar sin preguntas sin sentido solo te quiero sentir una vez más en mis brazos aquí como la primera vez te lleve al éxtasis una vez más una vez más otra noche sin ti esto no tiene Niña Dios asked for one last dance, but not any dance. She means one last perreo with her ex-girlfriend, that closing kiss, the final kind touch on her skin. Uh, as we told you before, Niña Dios is Mexican, now living in the United States, and she recognizes how difficult it is to be a queer migrant in this country under the Trump era between discrimination and evident racism. Follow her music, you won't be disappointed. And let us continue with our special Pride celebration. And now it's time to introduce Sailor Fag. Also from Mexico, he got viral on YouTube because of his unconventional and honest way to express himself on social media. We have to say his fashion style is also very unique among upcoming artists in the music scene. After his viral boost, he decided to create some music. And now he sings LGBTIQ anthems that are quite well received in nightclubs. We know that this year won't be possible to dance along this queer perreo, but Sailor Fact message remains clear to follow. If you're dating anyone who doesn't give you enough attention and always creates excuses, well, it's time to say thank you next, or as Sailor likes to say, amiga, date cuenta, or bitch, please. Wide Radio. Sailor antes que nada, primero date cuenta Me dijeron por ahí Que te la pasas berreando En el paritas llorando Mientras todos están perreando Todo es culpa de ese vato Que por ti no da ni un peso Ay amiga, ya no sufras Tú mereces más que eso Que lo vieron por ahí Paseando con la vecina Ya con eso se encendieron de asesina daré un consejo toma nota y hazme caso si escuchas algo de esto te topaste un pendejazo no busco nada serio amiga date cuenta me da miedo el compromiso amiga date cuenta me quedé sin batería amiga date cuenta amiga date cuenta que ese vato vale verga amiga Amiga, date cuenta Date cuenta Contándote sus problemas Quiere toda tu atención Pero abres tú la boca Y voltea a otra dirección Que te dice todos los días Hola, amor de mi vida Pero ya no más ve chichis Y gotea su saliva Que ya llegue el día Que te acerques a su oreja Despacito y que le digas Ya se acabó tu pendeja no busco nada serio Amiga, date cuenta Me da miedo el compromiso Amiga, date cuenta Me quedé sin batería 
amiga, date cuenta que ese vato vale verga. Please don't cry, that man doesn't deserve you, it's time to move on with some drinks. Yes, that was Amiga Date Cuenta by Sailor Fag. His Instagram account, almost half a million followers, is full of Gen Z fashion style. And he also likes the otaku culture, torn stockings, high, high shoes, lipstick, tattoos, piercings, makeup, queerness and of course music. Now before introducing our first interview, I want to present to you Remix. Another artist who challenges the machismo within Mexican folklore music genres. Just a couple of weeks ago, Ray posted a video on YouTube titled I'm Officially a Gay Man, in which he defends the right to love being an important part of his songs. He also talked about the stigma that gay men artists live within the music industry, saying that his manager advised him not to come out before it will ruin his career. Even Ricky Martin supported him on his decision. From Latinx, we thank all of the artists that are publicly out of the closet because it makes visible that diversity is also part of the music industry. The LGBTIQ community needs more public figures as allies. Don't forget that. But now let's listen to this electrocumbia called Olvídame tú, something like It's your time to forget me. Let's keep dancing and remember you're listening to Latinx in Wide Radio all the way from London. Wide Radio. Que el amor 
esta noche estoy tan solo y me siento como un loco Olvidarte es lo que intento con esta canción We are creating the best of Cumbia every month on white radio as you might know and then we're talking as i mentioned at the beginning of the show uh to our latinx she was uh, never expected to be um and she lives in in london she's an argentinian and it's for me such a pleasure to say hi to cynthia Lilin. and uh, we were talking in spanish i have to say that and it was such a pleasure to to get to know you and i'm saying hi welcome to latinx on its sex edition how are you doing cynthia hi thank you so much again um, for having me. I'm, I'm really good here in the, my house in London. It's really not nice today. It's been raining and like I'm just wearing like this shawl because I'm just like not used to this change of weather. It's supposed to be summer, you know. I still don't get used to that. I am still not used to that. We will never as Latin Americans <laughs> use hard for us, right? It's like, oh my yeah. God, I need the sun a lot. I need like actual seasons, you know? I need I need the change. <laughs> right. And for you would be, at the moment, would be um, winter time, right? Uh, in, in Buenos in Aires, yes. Yeah, it would be, yeah, it would be getting into winter. Into winter, right. Um, yeah. I was going through your, I was doing my homework and I was going through your, oh. or trying to find you on Instagram and it says there yeah. that you are win a Latinx artist based in London from Argentina. Yeah. What do you do there? Uh, share a bit uh, with us and the people that are here yeah. to show. What, what are you doing there? Like actually, how come you end up going from Argentina to London? <laughs> I know everyone asks, um, that's like the very typical question because everyone asks me, why didn't you just go to like, you know, the United States? I don't know, it's a thing. People think that it's too far, you know. Um, but, well, basically I've always done, I do theater. Um, uh, again, I'm a performer. I like to say performer because it's a bit more uh, wide than just actor. 
um, I like to do many crazy things, um, mostly on stage. I love an audience. I mean, that's the constant. <laughs> um, and I moved here seven years ago. I was lucky enough to find a place in a drum school. They accepted me. And again, my parents were, um, I'm very lucky they were able to afford it uh, economically. And I know a lot of people can't do that. Um, so I was very privileged in that sense. And, and then I never came back. Uh, which is something that my parents weren't very happy about. <laughs> um, yeah, they had to kind of swallow that pill. It wasn't. It wasn't easy. Um, <laughs> We're like in the Matrix. Okay, two pills, and you took one. I know, right? I know. I know. Done, Mom. Um, mm -hmm. But um, I think we're used to it now. But I was saying that you know, like, still not used to the weather, and I've been here for seven years. So I guess it's, it's just never going to change, wow. is it? Um, but yeah, so I do. Um, I do theater mostly. Uh, I like live performances. That's kind of my thing, what I love, which is very hard now with this quarantine situation. Um, getting used to kind of performing online and not really seeing the audience. Um, that's very strange. It's kind of, yeah, it's a bit discombobulating for me. Uh, but I'm getting used, you know, you do what you do. And if you have something to say and you want to, you know, share, even if it's digitally, you will do it. And it keeps us all sane, I think. Um, But yeah, and I do drag as well. That's like the thing that I'm developing uh, at the moment, um, which is really fun. I also, um, I forgot to say in uh, our little chat in uh, Spanish, um, but I also um, host, co-host a night, a Latin American night here in, in London. It's called Barrio. Um, we did two shows for now. We were going to do another one, but again, COVID-19 right. didn't allow it. Um, but that's a kind of variety night. So that's also another thing that I've kind of been developing, which is my host persona. Um, and it's a beautiful like event uh, that kind of started at the south of London with this really big Latin American community. And it was basically a thing just to give back to the community and open up the theater for the community and not just um, basically to like English speakers. There was a big, big, um, immigration uh, community in Lennefallen Castle, which is the neighborhood. And that's how it kind of started. And then we just got together with lots of people and artists. And it's basically trying to give Latin Americans um, a space as well. And, and acknowledge that there's a lot of Latin Americans here in this in this country. All over the place, I would say. There's a lot of... I know, right? There's a lot, for instance, there's a lot of Mexicans in Germany and in Europe. <laughs> like, a lot of people from, from Latin America. So I see that you have never abandoned the um, the Latin American vibe, which is pretty cool. Yeah, which is strange because I didn't have any Latin American friends for ages when I was here. I didn't even speak Spanish for years, and <laughs> and then my and then it was really not good because then I couldn't. It took me a while that when I had to take, talk to my parents on Skype, I was like, I'd forgotten words. Um, because all of my friends, I studied in a, again in an English school, so then all of the drama school, so everyone spoke English all the time, and I just didn't make any Latin American friends. I think it was it took time for me to I, I kind of had to like detach from my Latin American roots for a bit, and mm. then I think after going through that, I kind of came back into myself, and and I think I found a balance between who I am, um, where I come from and who I'm becoming as well because it's hard like obviously like you have your own roots and and I came here when I was already 22 so you know I spent a long time back home I didn't move in when I was 11 so you bring that with you and it's part of your culture and everything but also then my adult life 
I've been living in a different country. Of course. I mean, so uh, I as I told you, like this, uh, this section is better known as the Latinx you never thought you'd be. And yeah. um, I have two things here to say, like on, on the one side, there's this song by Radiohead which says, or the guy sings, gravity always wins, which I believe is kind of like rooted to this, okay, we're Latins somehow, and then we come from that specific side of the world. So we kind of like, it's hard to, to detach from that, as you said, but also uh, speaking about the section and what is it that you actually discover that you were not back in the day and now you've developed into like a whole new, you know, like like human being or I don't know, like artist or you, you yourself? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I realized that I was queer AF. <laughs> <laughs> extra, extra queer. That's what I figured out in this, um, in my experience of kind of leaving the nest um, and coming into terms with who I was and and my identity, not just my sexuality, was obviously like, it's part of it because it's kind of sometimes it's how you, it's the first attempt or the first sign that you get, you know, like, oh, I am a bit different, you know, I have feelings that people don't tell me that they exist, that they're okay. And if you have a very, um, I don't know, if you have parents or, you know, family around you that have like really, really strongly homophobic, then you probably heard really negative things towards it as well. Um, I mean, we're all homophobic. Uh, unfortunately, that's how we're all raised um, culturally, as well as racist, as well as, you know, ableist and all of those horrible things that we need to unlearn, which is something that I think being part of the queer community really taught me. Because once you realize that you're different from the, you know, quote, end quote, uh, you know, norm, um, you kind of start developing, I think, this, um, I don't know, this like sentiment of like, well, you start like connecting with people that are different and start understanding that different is not always bad. Um, and I think it gave me the tip to realize that, oh, wow, I have so much privilege as well. You know, I have all of those things that I can be discriminated as by being a woman, being, you know, queer. But also I have a lot of other things that are, you know, help me, which is, you know, I come from a middle class family. I am, you know, white, maybe not in this country, maybe I'm not considered, you know, Caucasian, but in my country I am white. And I have, you know, I think being part of the com that community, the queer community has taught me a lot about my own privilege and how to kind of dismantle that. So I think I am so grateful to having gone through probably very difficult years of having to tell my family and like their reaction, which wasn't easy and having to unlearn the whole homophobia that I had in me, you know, I did therapy, I recommended. <laughs> I, started, like, I started therapy here in Germany as well, like uh, three months ago, and I'm like also like, okay, thumbs up. I know, right? It's like, go for it. Don't be afraid. There's nothing wrong with needing help. Yeah. And it's probably one of the best things that you can do. Um, but yeah, like it was very hard, but I think I, I, I am very grateful for that, those lessons, I think, because I think I think it's made me a better person and it's still I'm still working on it and I'm still working on being you know better and I think we all have to constantly um yeah, yeah I'm very grateful for that like, like, it's never just like the like the the, the, the final chapter it's always like mm. you have to go further and further and yeah. like dig into yourself so you can actually feel more yourself or try to yeah. explore more about yourself which I think is just a, a great exercise that I would recommend to everyone Anyway, uh, what about um, I would you mentioned the, the queer side of your 
yeah your art so um tell us a bit more about that what is it that you do and it's just a different world that you actually very experienced now as far as i can yeah i can tell <laughs> well i mean once you you know you once you dip your toes in the queer pool then you're done you know you know you end up swimming in being right, right in the deep end and you love it um so yeah i think one of uh the spaces within the artistic community that has really helped me explore my queerness um, has been the drag, the drag sphere, the drag world, which is something that I only just started. Um, I did see drag for the first time, drag kings specifically in this country, um, two years ago with my brother um, that he was visiting me. And I was like, we should both go and see this this final. There was a final in the competition. The, the competition is called Man Up. And we went to see it and we just flipped. We were like, this is insane. This is so glorious. This celebration that was on stage, um, so much meaning in the performances. You know, you, it makes you think, it makes you feel. And it, and it was also a celebration. Everyone was just so happy to be there, so supportive of each other. And then after that, I became a fan. And I, I would go and see Drag Kings every time I could. And then finally last year, I was like, actually, I just want to do it now. <laughs> nice. And I was like, I need to be brave and just go and do it. So I did a course um, here. And then after that, it kind of rippled. You know, you know when you feel like something was meant to be, that you had to build that up. And then once I did it, something clicked. And then I started doing it a lot. And people called me and they were like, oh, you want to do a show here? Do you want to do a show there? And it kind of got stopped a little bit because of this whole pandemic, of course. Um, but then it kind of picked that up again. Um, and I've been doing that a lot, um, filming numbers in, in my house, my partner. I live with my partner and they've been um, helping film as well. Um, so we've been like trying to stay creative, you know, in, in, in the best way we can with very, very little budget. But that's how you need to do it, you know. Don't spend a lot of money. Just be creative with what you have at home. I'm sure you can make something glorious. Of course. I love creativity <laughs> and I'm really happy for you. It really makes me feel like, wow, I'm talking to a very truthful person. And I would like to say thanks for, for joining the show. And I hope to see you sometime in London. I'll be really looking forward to that. Yes, you know, when, when, when we are able to start traveling again, let me know when you're here and I'll take you to see some really good tracking. That'll, that'll be really cool. <laughs> and, and I would like to, like, when I'm here, when I'm here at home doing this show and you're at home as well, I was actually trying to look um, or going go through uh, Instagram and try to find out what about you on like probably pictures or shows. Where can we uh, take a look at that? Yeah, so I have an Instagram for all my drag things and it's um, La Biche Furiosa. I will spell it, but I will have to write it down because I'm terrible at spelling. <laughs> Um, I don't want to spell it wrong. So it's L-A-B-I-S-H-F-U-R-I-O-S-A. La Biche Furiosa. La That's my... Right. Yeah, someone called me that one day because apparently I'm quite grumpy. when I, I do a lot of hospitality work and, you know, when you have to set boundaries with people. And someone told me that I was La Biche Furiosa. So I'm like... I have fire in my eyes, you know. Uh -huh. Don't mess with me, apparently. Whoa, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, well, you know what? I'll take it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I'm actually um, checking out your uh, Valentine. Yeah, that's my drag name. Valentine is a very cute little soft boy. That's who he is. Nice. So take a look at that. Um, and it's 
it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Same. Yeah. Thanks for joining the show and well, very welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, um, I had to say bye, but then I could stay like for more time, like talking <laughs> forever, to you. I know. Exactly, forever. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for having us, and then um, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Stay safe and be smart. You too, you too. Like the Germans say, be smart. Like, <laughs> see you soon. Okay, let's uh, hit more music, and this is Latinx via Wide Radio. Enjoy. Wide Radio.
sonho é tão gostoso também In 2015, Lineker, along with friends, created the Lineker e Oscar Melos project. She's a trans woman and since YouTube made her viral, a term that defines us as millennial and centennial generation, she has taken the spotlight in Brazil, her born country, the United States and Europe. The way of combining funk and soul with Brazilian popular music has made her contemporary sound something special. Her first three song EP reached more than 20 million views in 2016. We listen to Calmo, from a highly anticipated second full length titled Goelia Abaixo. We have one last song before moving on to the interview with the Witch of Tescoco. Speaking of a personal and emotional style, Adrian Bello's pop gospel has its own way of saying everything will be fine and the bad times will pass sooner or later. Everything, everything is temporary. Adrian is an independent musician from Lima, Peru, so please take it easy and enjoy this song called Temporary, a track that will be included in his second long play next year. This is Latinx via Wide Radio. Wide Radio. Just stick around 
past when times get tough doesn't really get that rough even when we fight too much we know that it's temporary just another clash that'll end upon our life even when we crawl apart we know that it's temporary i belong with you Doesn't really get that rough Even when we fight too much We know that it's temporary Just another clash That'll end upon our left Even when we crawl apart We know that it's temporary We totally love the fact that Adrián Bello sings in English For you all, that was temporary all the way from Lima, the Peruvian capital. And now it's time for our exclusive interview with La Bruja de Texcoco. The Witch of Texcoco, an interesting talk about transfeminity, Mexican traditions and revealing encounters. Enjoy. Wide Radio. This is the sixth episode of Latinx via Wide Radio and we're very, very happy to say hi and welcome our music guest of this episode, which I already said who she was, La Bruja de Texcoco, which is literally the witch of Texcoco. And it's such a pleasure to talk to you in Mexico City. I'm in Germany and I'm missing Mexico, but I'm saying hi to you. How are you doing? Bien, estoy muy bien. <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> so uh, I can tell you're fine. And uh, we already spoke in Spanish and... I would like you to tell us about um, and tell our audience about what's the meaning of, of this uh, whole identity, what's the meaning of this whole project, because we've read a lot of you recently, not only on social media, but uh, also on like music platforms. So I, I believe like people is getting to know you more and more and you're becoming bigger and bigger. But what's the whole thing about this, this process, this identity? What's The bruja, what's the bruja of the coco? Uh, what can you tell us about it? Bueno, uh, the project of the witch is basically a. She puts together a lot of elements of Mexican culture of transfeminities that are um, that exist in the Mexican culture and Mexican traditions. So uh, La Bruja, what, what is showing to us through her music is her own transition as a trans woman in Mexico. Her musical project is also a mirror of her transition. That's the project. That's how we can um, wrap it up in the big scale. Um, for me now, it's like I would like you to tell us about how is it for you to um, to speak about these topics through your music how can you actually um, connect yourself with the with the new with your new identity 
compared to what you were doing before uh, as a musician? Antes de before the Brujas Project, um, she was part of several ensembles where um, she was never like the little, the little boys, soloist. She was always part of the group. So now with her own project, it's a big change because now she's the leading voice, she's the soloist, and also she's, uh, she's showing us all these transitions, her own transition. So the experience is different because now she is her own, uh, let's say, it's her own project. So now she has the opportunity to tell about her own transition and how she perceives herself as a Mexican transgender woman. I would like to make a music pause here because I'm pretty sure our audience is very eager to listen to what you sing about to actually listen to uh, the witch of Texcoco itself. So I would like to ask you for um, for now, let's play one song and I know you have a new single. So let's play one of uh, your songs. What what would you like us to play um, just now? Vamos a escuchar el tema Malbón. So we're gonna hear Té de Malbón, which is a song inspired in the music of the Huasteca region. And Malbón is a is a flower that is used for um, infusions for the throat. And and witches from the uh, Sonora market told her that with this infusion she could speak her truth. All right. Uh, Té de Malbón by La Bruja de Texcoco, The Witch of Texcoco. This is Latinx by Wide Radio. Enjoy. Wide Radio. Thank you. 
sueño al despertar. Ay, vida mía, dime qué es lo que pasó. Le pido al cielo que decida el perdón. Si acaso escuchas que el viento trae mi voz, a la garganta toma tu de malvón. Ay, vida mía, esto no va a parar. Le pido al cielo que tú puedas continuar. La tristeza te ha de dar Piensa en las flores que sembramos a la mar
That was music for, from la, la Bruja. The music from la, la Bruja de Texcoco, The Witch of Texcoco. This is Latinx. This is our sixth episode, and I'm pretty happy to do this interview in Spanish and English. Remember, you can listen to both versions. And uh, back to the conversation. Um, she's in Mexico City and taking this call with us uh, all the way from London and Germany. Um, my next question will be about the platforms, the music platforms and how your music is being actually exposed to new people. Because I would say, okay, you were working as a musician already for long ago, but what about like this new discovery? What about these new platforms and the way your music is now being um, like launched to different people or to different like um, horizons, I would say? Ok, bueno, eh, La Bruja es un proyecto de música independiente. La Bruja es un proyecto independiente. Así que las plataformas digitales son muy importantes para ayudar a exponer y reach nuevos mercados para su música. Y también para ella es muy importante hacer visible las diferentes formas de transgénero Uh, people live in Mexico but because usually there is a stereotype that confines uh, transgender women to certain certain jobs like uh, prostitutes or or hairdressers and, or stuff like that. So this is a way to make visible all the things that transgender people are doing in Mexico. Because I, I think it's a very special moment for uh, the LGBT plus community and uh, the actual society so that you can actually sing and be part of um, this new media so that's why I find like very interesting the way this new music this concept and this new identity has actually a way to reach let's say London now Germany Mexico Latin America and I think that's actually a very a very interesting moment we're living in Sí, claro, eso es, y creo que es parte del momento de, de que las redes sociales y el internet está tomando. This is like a very special moment for us and for the pla digital platforms because this new technology can help people like uh, the LGBTIQ plus community to speak about their experiences, their own experiences, instead of just um, talk about like uh, square, like morals and square morals or conservative stuff. Like this is a time where spoke about our own experiences and life can reach other people and can um, we can make a lot of uh, exchange through this. Um, I'm pretty happy that um, you, we're having this chatting with you. Uh, I know and I follow you now on Instagram at La Bruja de Texcoco. Um, I would like to listen next, as, as I can read here, the official launching or the official premiere of Chenny, which is the new single that you made where you were while you were actually, as the rest of the world, like locked down uh, at home, right? So, what can you tell us about this new this new single? Just to say goodbye for this interview. Chenny is a song that I wanted to in this moment of the pandemic. So, Chenny is a song in Purepecha, which is a Mexican language from the region of Michoacán, on the north of Mexico. So, uh, this song is about fear, about having fear, having to live with fear. And it's, but also 
it's a reflection on how few it's part of our lives, so we have to deal with it. So it's inspired partly on her own transition, her own approach to femininity, and it's also inspired by these times that we don't know anything and everything is unstable. Muchas gracias. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, thank you very much as well, uh, Marusia, for this translating exercise. And uh, Bruja, it was such a pleasure. Ha sido un placer. And let's um, finish this interview with Jenny. And I'll say goodbye from Germany and take care, stay safe in Mexico. Okay, muchas gracias. Muchas gracias por, por el espacio. Y... Bueno, pues gracias. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, guys. So let's. Let's listen to Cheni, um, Miedo or Fear in Spanish. La Bruja de Texcoco, The Witch of Texcoco in Latinx via Wide Radio. Enjoy. Wide Radio.
Well, this episode is almost over. Thanks for listening to this glorious, full of music and super proud episode. Remember that you can find our previous episodes on www.itsy.com. They are also available on SoundCloud and Spreaker. Use the hashtag LatinxLDN to leave comments and send some music suggestions. We're going to close this program with a super music icon. A true Debo who defied all criticism with his legendary phrase, what you see is what you have and it's not meant to be judged. Some people say that 30 words were enough for this poet to do magic in his lifetime music career. Without any doubt, he's one of the most prolific composers in Mexican music history. He was such a charismatic character of sequin and epic dances while performing on endless stages. We say goodbye with the Divo of Juarez, our beloved Juan Gabriel. Thanks for listening, don't forget to wash your hands and then leave us your comments on Facebook or latinxlondon at gmail.com. Love is love and you should be proud of yourself. Adios. Wide Radio.
Latinx is a wide radio production in London. Voice and script Eric Elola in Germany. Production and edition by Manolo Lopez and Pedrito Love in Mexico City and London. Listen to more podcasts and mixtapes on Y Radio www.itsy.com. Thank you to Bull Terrier FM for broadcasting the new Latinx music wave across Mexico. Stay safe and see you next time. Wide Radio.